When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It is another Talking Real Money extravaganza. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the podcast. And uh, joining you today on the podcast, the same people who join you every time on the podcast, I'm Don McDonald in the new Florida studio that's looking better all the time, and Tom in the plain old... Oh, plain old? Plain old no Malty studio. No plain pun old. intended, okay? <laughs> that's a good one. I hope you didn't spend all week writing that. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That was a quick write. Um, so we're glad you're here and we're going to try to talk about money and try to kind of knock some sense into some of you, particularly millennials are starting to get money now because they're older, right? They're getting older and they're starting to get money, but it turns out millennials believe they're way too smart, way too smart, way too savvy. They're just, they know everything there is to know about investing. So they don't need no stinking help from a financial advisor. No way, no how. They got this down, right, Tom? Well, I mean, one of these people kind of does. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's he's rejected the invitations from Goldman Sachs to become a client. Okay, and that was a good start. Yeah, reject those. Good, yes. He ignores the golf invitations, etc. Uh, by the way, the numbers are—it's kind of interesting uh, for people under the age of forty-five who have a half million or more, which is quite a bit of money actually to have under the age of forty-five. Seventy percent of those either strongly or mostly self-direct their money. In other words, they're kind of do-it-yourself for seventy percent. Huh, that's up from fifty-seven percent a decade ago. So that's. Quite a bit, uh, quite a bit of an increase of which, you know. Well, but, 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 but this coincidentally, the past decade has been an extraordinary one for anybody anywhere buying anything, including just bags of air. Yes. Also which known apparently as cryptocurrencies. Still working for the moment, mm-hmm. which the, might pop at any moment. Yeah. Okay. Which is, again, we're okay with do it yourselfers. We give you three yeah, funds yeah, yeah. at our website. We help people all the time. Like, go do this on your own. Um, and most people who are millennials don't think they need advice. Well, I, I got bad news because a couple of people they quote in this Wall Street Journal article, they really do need advice. One made a lot of money from a sale of a business. He decided to plug a million dollars into a hedge fund. Really? Mm-hmm. He put another one and a half million <laughs> into uh, building Airbnb rentals in low income areas. Okay. That's, you know, not exactly where I'd be putting I, that, my money. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm thinking for a minute. I'm getting ready to go on my next vacation. And I, I think I want to take my next vacation in a poverty-stricken, dangerous place. That's where I want to go. Yeah, you'll fit right in, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, one person said, I'm talking to, frankly, a bunch of old men. Yeah, I I, I get that. I, I know we're old we compared are. to you. 
Okay, but let's just step back from a moment, putting age aside and talk about who needs advice and what kind of advice and how to pay for that advice or and how much to pay for it. Because who is a pretty interesting question. Now, I just said we do support people who are do-it-yourselfers, right? We've right. You've done this for 30-odd years, told people yeah. go buy these funds, you be okay. Not 40, by the way, as All a right. recent <laughs> caller suggested. Not 40. And by the way, somebody just asked me about what I thought of the Vanguard Target Date Retirement Fund 2065. All I can think of that is I'll be dead. <laughs> I was like... I hate to say this, but that will be like a, more than 100 years after my birth. But that's because, oh, wow, 2065. Anyway, here's the thing. Okay, you can go do this on your own. It, there's a lot. We're not the only people to give away advice. We There's places where, like Paul Merriman's site, where you can get a 10-fund portfolio if you really want to spend the time on it. But I will say this. When I look at your portfolio, and you send, even millennials send me their portfolios and say, what do you think? Generally, they have it kind of right. Not all the way. There's a lot of things that a good advisor is going to do a little bit better than you. When I, they send you your port, their portfolios, do they preface the letter with oh, dear always. old guy? Oh, no, they always preface it with like, I've listened to your podcast oh, now for oh, the last two years I, and I follow what you guys say closely. I and I always say, dear old guy. Yeah. Well, that might be more appropriate, but I always say, and then I look at their portfolio and say, which part of the podcast were you listening to? Must have been the part that I wasn't on and Don snuck in. Uh, many of you, uh, and I see this regularly, you're chasing hot returns. Oh, you're buying stocks that have been, well, maybe you jump back into Hertz in the last few days. You're jumping into hot things because they've been hot. That is a horrible way to invest. So even when it comes to the portfolio development, most people still need help. Then what about the type of help? Well, you could have a plan, you could have a portfolio, you could have a permanent. I, I, I go with the three Ps because the permanent is maybe the most important part. Don, you know this. People have a tendency to maybe start down the right track. We're not talking about hair now, right? No, they, I was going to work okay. on that for a different show. I, but they start down the right track, but then they end up switching because this looks a lot better. This is more interesting to be in crypto than it is boring index funds. Or everybody knows you don't own bonds today because bonds aren't making anything. In fact, they've lost money. They have a tendency to get off the track a bit. And then the third part of all this, how do you pay people? Well, you can pay people to just write a plan for you. Oftentimes that's good enough. You can pay mm -hmm. people, some, not very many, that will work for you hourly. And then you can pay people the only way, I think, truly to get long-term advice that is fair, that is fiduciary only and involves no conflict of interest. And that is a fee only 100% fiduciary advisor. Do most millennials need this who have half a million? Absolutely. They should at mm -hmm. least get a look at an idea of where they are and not make any more mistakes because it's Particularly. important. When they say things like one of the guys said in this article, the one who's dodging the Goldman Sachs advisors, yeah, uh, when he said that he's at a point in his life where he 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 likes taking risk to get those potential double or triples, you know, he doesn't want just market type returns. He's too good for that. And here's a quote that I just adore. I just adore this quote. Most young people don't really care about the downside. They care about the upside. And it being this fun thing. Fun. Until? The downside actually happens. And then the fun will be over. <laughs> the fun is over. Uh, so, yeah. I, 
Sure, do it yourself, but make sure you're doing it right. Get a, I always think a second opinion makes sense for most people that even think they're doing the right thing. And please, please, please don't chase <clears throat> things that have been hot, whether they're Airbnbs in low-income areas, whether they're hedge funds your friend told you about, or whether they're hot meme stocks, because that's where the real trouble begins. Yeah, just remember what your mom or your dad told you, that it's all really fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Exactly, which you which might be you. Well. Yeah. yeah, in fact, it probably will be you. So, um, you know, I, I, and that's the thing, Tom, is I can pretty much guarantee that every one of these people who's swaggering through the current market is going to get their comeuppance someday. And well, they're going to hate it. And then they're going to say, well, the world's not fair. Why didn't somebody tell me it could go down? Here's another problem I see is people that have been successful, like the one person who had a good business, obviously, sold it, pocketed, I think he said, $9 million. People have a tendency to believe because that was successful, that investing will be the same thing. They're way overconfident. Yeah. <laughs> you could put a lot of money into Airbnbs, into hedge funds, and see a lot of it disappear very very quickly. So don't be overconfident about that either, because you had success in one part of your life, maybe even a business that will not necessarily translate over to being a good investor. In fact, the reality is the silly stuff you're getting into will more than likely lose you money than make you money long-term. So be very, very careful out there. And uh, if you want to ask us questions, us old guys, the old guys of Wall Street, and you know, there's something, wait, there's a little something about age that you, 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 you younger folks tend to forget. Yeah. You're very, you're all very intelligent. I can give you intelligence. My kids are intelligent. My grandkids are even, they're small, but they're intelligent. <laughs> they, my grandkids though, they don't know a darn thing about money because they're little. Now, my kids don't know much about money because they're young. And I've been doing this for a heck of a long time. And I got that thing. What's that thing? Starts Wisdom, with experience. Yeah, the, the W yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. You got a little W in our column. So uh, pay attention to the old guys. Been there, done that, been, seen been it. Been there, mm. done that. It's not uh, different this time, et cetera, et cetera. So, and yeah. actually owned the T-shirt before you bought it at the thrift store. <laughs> When it was oh, cool. I hope you're not giving those away. Come on. Actually, they should be burned or something. I did. I gave oh. away a whole bunch of Don McDonald show shirts. Okay. Well, maybe with uh, a free, five, five, nine, free three, five talk. Give yep. us a call with your questions or do like this person did and send it in to talking real money. You ready? Please. Hi, I've got two separate questions. I don't, the, the, the correspondent oh, the writer. Yeah. First, first is I'm thinking about doing a side hustle, the profits from which I'd like to save in a retirement account, side hustle. But my spouse and I already max out our 401ks, 19.5 each, and our combined income is, why do you need a side hustle over 400k? Well, wait, Dude. I make good money, but I have a side hustle, but it only pays me 2000 a year. So what can you say? Okay. No. Oh, you're talking about refereeing? Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's just your hobby that happens to that, pay you. That's a serious side hustle. You never you, see me it's out a there. Hobby. I hustle. You I like hustle. it though. You do it <laughs> I for love fun. It. I do it for fun. I don't do is, it for the money. Yeah. Is there any way to save this money pre-tax or in a Roth? No. Uh, not in a Roth. <laughs> oh, they, no, although not, you, you could do the no. backdoor Roth. Yeah, but it's not pre-tax. 
No, there's no. Then you oh, can get it in a Roth. I yeah. don't believe, by the way, you can do a 401k and a SEP IRA at the same time. I don't believe you can do I that. I don't know. Um, because that would, you, because you, those are two different businesses, right? You could be saving yeah. in the one you work at and then one yeah. you own. I don't think you can do both. I don't know. I have no idea. I truly don't know. Uh, but anyway, it goes on to ask, or I could use the profit to pay the tax to convert existing 401 to Roth. Hmm, that if might he, not be a bad can idea. Can you get the money out of the 401? If he can, yeah. I don't know. Although we're in a high federal tax bracket now, we pay no state income tax, and there's a high likelihood we will retire to a state with income tax. Oh, that's making the Roth look better. Yeah. Did he give us the their ages? Young. Well, we know they're under 50 because they're only doing 19.5 to their ah, 401ks. So then, yeah, I mean, conversions would be great. uses the term side hustle. Hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing about if you're making 400 grand a year, I'm not sure you're a great candidate for a Roth conversion. Remembering that any income you move over and what is, where's the 37% start now? I always forget where the, it's the brackets. All right. You talk for a minute. I'm going to look up tax brackets. I think they increased the number for 2022 recently as well. So it may have gone up, but the point is you're going to be paying a very high income tax rate. For moving that money from pre-tax to post-tax. The better strategy might be to wait until you quit working, then do it a little bit, start moving the money over then because you're going to be paying it more like a 20% or 22. Uh, 22. Anyway, I always forget the brackets, but okay, the I point got the is- brackets. I got yeah. the brackets. Okay, go ahead. I got the brackets. He's He and his wife are in the 32% okay. bracket. What, the highest is now 37? 37, and that's at $628,000 okay. for a couple. Which you could get to very quickly if you decided to start moving a bunch of money from your pre-tax mm, to your post-tax. True. So, true. I mean, if you're already making over four. I mean, you're just not a great candidate to do that. Again, you're young, so maybe you could do this after you quit full-time work, which maybe because you've apparently been a great saver and a good earner, that may be sooner rather than later. Yeah. By the way, he's uh, at 418 850, that's where you creep into 35. So he's right on the cusp of 35. Yeah. Putting that extra Roth money in there would certainly put him into the 35 bracket. And I, the idea of taking a third of what you wouldn't want to take it out of your 401k anyway, but paying a third of the money you're moving over to your Roth in income tax, I that's just, a to me, not... Not a good idea. That's just a lot sounds of money. painful. It's a lot of money. I, mean, yeah, I wouldn't painful. want to do that, so... Well, thank you for your question. Thank you all for your questions. Thanks for sending them in. We're keep we're going through them. We're plugging through them, trying to get them done as fast as we can. But keep sending them in to talkingrealmoney.com or call them in at 855-935-TALK. And if you have a really complicated question, one that requires more than just the couple of minutes we have here on the podcast or the radio show, go to vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. That is the home of a 100% fiduciary advisory firm that just coincidentally got started by uh, Tom and I. Us. Weez. Weez's people. Uh, Weez's? Weez's. Yeah, Weez. Weez folks. Be careful the way you uh, say that. I don't know. My mouth isn't working right. But we, uh, so go to vestry.com, set up an appointment, meet with one of our advisors. It's free for that first thing. Um, and we won't pressure you to buy anything. There's no sales pitch and that stuff. So go check it out. Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Let's go. We're done for this podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Talking real.
money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.